The Babylonian exile is one of the critical turning points in the Old Testament. In losing Jerusalem, and Jerusalem being conquered to the Babylonians, the temple was destroyed, and the Jewish people were scattered amongst the Babylonian empire, some in servitude and slavery, challenged for their beliefs, brought to their very knees. And it didn't last for a few weeks, it lasted for decades, until, until in fact the Persian Empire conquered the Babylonian Empire. The Jewish people were scattered and hurt. But if we look to the scriptures, we see that this Babylonian exile is also one of the great moments of prophetic inspiration in the history of Revelation. And when the Jewish people came out of the Babylonian exile and returned to Jerusalem and rebuilt the temple, it helped to define them and to move them in a new and different direction. Was it easy? Absolutely not. It was terrible. But when they got through it in God's grace, they, had, they came through the other side, something stronger, something better, something more focused on the law and the revelation that God had given to them. These past weeks, we too have been in our own exile. And I believe it's really important for us to recognize this as a period of exile. It's easy to think of this as oppression or difficulty or suffering and struggle, and it's all of those things. But when we recognize what God does in exiles throughout his revelation, he pulls back in a sense. He takes himself away or departs from us seemingly, but so that he can give us a greater gift. And we are in exile. And we may be, I don't know the future, for quite some time longer in some sort of exile in terms of corporate prayer, being together at Mass, experience the sacraments in a powerful way. But we are not abandoned and alone. The apostles standing there on the mountain may have felt in that moment when Jesus ascended into heaven that they were being put into exile, that they were being abandoned. But we know through our faith and through revelation that when Jesus ascends to the Father, he does so so that something even greater can happen for creation, for humanity. He totally and fully unites divinity to humanity forever in heaven by ascending to the Father and sitting at his right hand. For us to be with God in heaven is who we are and what we're created to be now. There is no doubt about that. There is nothing in our humanity that has not and will not be redeemed through the love of Jesus because it is united to the Godhead. Not only that, but by ascending into heaven, Jesus makes it possible for us to receive the Holy Spirit. But it gets better. It's not just that. He calls us, He calls you, He calls me into His mission of sharing the good news with the world. Yes, we are utterly dependent in our lives upon the grace of God and the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, but in order for the gospel to be preached, in order for souls to be saved, you and I are responsible to giving our lives to Christ and to letting Him speak through us. The world is totally dependent on you and on me becoming disciples and sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. Yes, that period of exile is hard. Yes, it's a challenge. But we come through it enabled, empowered, and emboldened 
to be the beloved disciples, to be the ones who proclaim to the world the good news of Jesus Christ that St. Paul had to say in that second reading from the letter to the Ephesians. It's one of the great prayers in our entire scriptural year, so I want to read it again. May the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation, resulting in knowledge of him. May the eyes of your heart be enlightened that you may know what is the hope that belongs to his call. What are the riches of glory in his inheritance among the holy ones? And what is the surpassing greatness of his power for us who believe? In accord with the exercise of his great might, which he worked in Christ, raising him from the dead and setting him at his right hand in the heavens, far above every principality, authority, power, and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. Not only has Jesus Christ risen from the dead and conquered sin and death, but he has called you and me to share in his dominion and in his glory. Yes, we are in a time of exile. Yes, we are in a time of suffering and struggling and confusion. But the Lord only gives to us good and better gifts. As we go through this, will we go through with faith? Will we choose to follow Christ and to choose to preach his name, to share the good news of Jesus, recognizing that the church here corporately in prayer can be even built up even more by our faith? Or will we choose to sit by and mope? The choice is yours, to follow Christ, to be his disciple, and to boldly follow after him. I hope that you make this choice. Jesus gave it to the apostles, who gave it to their disciples, to the bishops and to the priests, who give the mission of the church to each one of us when we are baptized, priest, prophet, and king, in the waters of baptism. The choice is ours. The mission is clear. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations.